Join Charles Comer and Jane Spencer as they dive headfirst into the chaotic world of Saturday college football games, dissecting all the jaw-dropping upsets and sharing their unfiltered opinions. They're here to give you the inside scoop on all the exhilarating twists and turns that make college football so unpredictable on the Over Under podcast. In three, two, one. All right. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. We have been gone for a minute. Uh, um, some snow, some ice difficulties, some internet difficulties, um, allergies, every everything that could prevent us from being here and giving y'all a scoop. Uh, but we're back. As you know, uh, my name is Charles Comer and this is James Spencer for the we Open here. Under podcast. <laughs> no games to discuss this week, but we have a lot of news. Uh, we got a lot of a lot of news, a lot of ifs, a lot of buts, a lot of what this, what if this happens, what if that happens. So we got a lot going on. So first and foremost, James Nick Saban retired. It's been a minute. We haven't talked since he's retired. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How would you feel about that? I mean, it was bound to happen sometime, but I was I wasn't expecting it to be. This year, I thought maybe I'd give him another four or five years. But, hey, when it's time to go, it's time to go. I think it's more uh, towards the, what's it called, the NIL and everything like that. That is just like, you know what, fuck this, I'm done. But that's just me. You think that was the reason why? I think it's just over You think that was the main all... reason why he was just like, all right, you know. I think so. Oh, excuse me. A loud noise. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just, it was a lot of that. I had to do a lot, a lot of that and everything, so. But I could be wrong. I could he could have just was just uh, tired and just wanted to be old and be at home. But I think it has a lot to do with just the way college football is going with NIL and everything like that. I think a lot of coaches are going to finally get to that point if they don't fix it, like the transfer portal or NIL. They're going to be like, "Hey, I'm out." Until y'all fix this program, until y'all fix the structure of the sport, I'm going to be out. You know. Yeah, for but, sure. As Nick Saban retired, Bama had to find a replacement. Now, there were a lot of reports going around that Dan Lanning got a call, Davo Sweeney got a call, Steve Sarkeesian got a call. You know, they said everybody got a call. But as I saw, they said uh, DeBoer, they call him Debo, Coach Debo, DeBoer from Washington. Got a got a visit from Alabama the night that Nick Saban had retired, and they started the talks. And now we have Kalen DeBoer as your sorry, Kalen DeBoer as your uh, coach. Now Washington I, and Alabama is totally different. Uh, you go mm-hmm. from a program that were, go ahead. I think uh, that uh, <laughs> no, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you talk. What's it called? Uh, there was more of the agents for the. I think all those coaches had the same agent and everything, so I think it was more just negotiating more money for all those other coaches to get paid at the program that they're at right now, more than they were more that they were interested in going to Alabama. I think it was just they wanted to get a little bit more money for themselves, and they never really had a plan to go to Alabama. They just wanted to get paid. That's just what my opinion, but it is what it is. That agent, I I, I wrote his name down. I forgot. I, I wrote his name down somewhere. I forgot his name, but that agent is a gold mine mm-hmm. because Mike Norvell. He like covers Mike Norvell, Steve Sarkeesian, um, 
Nick Saban, Dan Lanning. He covers a lot of people. Yeah. He was like, hey, you know what? We're not we're we're not gonna he was probably in there like, hey, you want Caleb, you want DeBoer, I can get you DeBoer. But all my other guys gotta get raised. So let me let me construct this, right? Let me yeah, let me let me light the roof on fire and I got a whole fire team outside. I'm just gonna put this all out. That's what I think. Yeah, exactly. Basically. But what are your expectations for DeBoer for a season? <laughs> uh eight and three. They lost a lot of people, but they did gain a few uh linemen from eight uh, one from yeah. Um eight and three alignment from Washington and somebody else, but uh, they're also losing a lot of players to Texas and other programs in the SEC. So I think it'll be a, not like a down year, but in Alabama standards, a down year. So you don't say anything, you don't see 10 and two in the future. Not this coming or maybe the next year. No, not this. I don't know if he'll make it another year. I don't, I don't think Bama can go nine and three or eight and four. And they'd be okay with it. Bama's, bro, bro, you know how Bama fans are. I used to be a Bama I know, fan. I know. Ten wins? I don't I, say that I so just proudly. You're like, oh, I know, I know, I know. Shit. <laughs> I could be wrong, though. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I I think it'll be a three-loss uh, season uh, after, first year, after the first year. Just because of just all the people they've, they've lost and uh, the coach change. You know how uh, players are. They're, some. Well, I think it comes down to one of our questions, but I think the more players are committing to the coaches than more than the program. And I know he came from Washington. They were just in the national championship and stuff like that. But at the same time, how is he going to fare in the SEC? You know, he's playing in the Pac-12 and everything, and it's kind of different, but we'll see. So with Nick Saban still going to be there, right? He's going to take a more of an advisor role in Alabama. He's still going to have an office like right above the um, stadium. As he was telling the other players, I can still get on your ass from up here. I could just go down to the field. Would Would you like Nick Saban to be your advisor? Like, say you're in DeBoer, right? Would you like Nick Saban to be your advisor and be like coming down and be like, hey, you're not doing this right. Hey, you're not doing this right. <laughs> or you would you be like – Nah, bro, I just need you to stay up there. At the end of practice, come to me, be like, hey, this person, woo-tee-woo, this, this, and that. Because that can be a lot of pressure. You're already taking over a position where they're going to expect to go to the playoffs and probably be in a deep into the playoffs. And now you're going to have somebody looking over you at all times. Um, I think it's going to be tough for Nick Saban the first year if he sees things going a way that he wouldn't do just because – He's fresh off of just uh, a national uh, playoff run and everything, and he's just newly retired. I think it's going to be tough that first maybe few weeks or so for him to, to just, like, let go of the reins completely and not be totally, like, in the board's ear talking about, like, you need to do this differently than this and everything like that. I think it's going to take a few weeks to really settle in. But um, after that, I think it'll be okay just because it'll, it won't be just in the middle of practice. You see him show up and be like, hey, do it this way or whatever. I think after a few weeks and everything, it'll be after a practice or, you know, a meeting and just like, what, like, what, what are you seeing from up there that you think you would change or whatever? You know what I mean? But we'll see, I guess. But yeah. I think at the same time, he could just be super like 
micromanaging at the same time. It, like I said, it could be either it just being straight a few asshole. weeks. Yeah, <laughs> but I I don't know. We'll see. Because I would I would like I've been in that situation before. I guess I like get a job where I got like a promotion, and the person that basically like I won't say stepped up. And I got their spot. They were like micromanaging. I'm like, look, bro, either let me do the job or you come back to the job, basically. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's different with coaching. I don't think, you know, I can't compare coaching and academy, you know, sports together. That would probably yeah. be weird. But, um, yeah, man, it's, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. First year, you're saying he goes eight and three or eight and four. Yeah. Eight. No, well, was it nine and three, I guess? It's 12 games, right? Yeah, it's 12 games. Okay, so nine and three, yeah. Nine and three, I'm gonna yes. go. I'm gonna go undefeated. I feel like they're gonna. I feel like oh. it's surprise a lot of people. I don't I know. Like they're undefeated. gonna go undefeated. The first SEC, the first SEC, they don't have to play Texas. The first SEC game they have to play is Georgia, and they gotta play them in Alabama too. Georgia has to come to Alabama, so that's their first, that loss first right game. There. What? <laughs> For sure not. But. Speaking of Alabama, right, as we, we go into this next segment, their five-star talent all left. That's going to be another challenge for the board. All their five-star talent left. Like, people just started going in the transfer portal. Like, they was giving out, like, free candy. Like, Girl Scout cookies was in the transfer portal. They were just like, hey, come get your Girl Scout cookies. We got it right here. Everybody started going into it. 22 people. 22. Damn. And they were all five-stars. That's death. Telling you, right? I'm telling you, it's going to be hard for him that first year. He got his starting center from uh, Washington to come over. And then Noah Carter was, which a four star defensive end uh, from Washington, they signed in this class. But the bad thing about it is they can't get anybody in the transfer portal. Uh, They can't take anybody from the transfer portal, Um, like go after other players. Like only players that have either left the team, their coaches has left, can come to their team. So that's another thing that's crazy. So they gotta wait till the spring. So everybody can feed on their players, as you see, Texas, Florida State, Georgia, like everybody's feeding on Alabama, but they can't do that. That's what's crazy. That's that has Oh to damn. Yeah, so they can't go that. after anybody until the spring. And then in the spring, they can't go after any SEC schools. So in the spring, you can't get any players from your conference. It had to be all non-conference. This is news to me. I didn't know that it worked like that. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, I'm telling you, it's all messed up. It's crazy. It's like it might as well be free agency, like for the NFL instead of it being that way. But wow, you know, it's it's the NCAA. What what can we do? Yeah, they, they do mysterious things. Exactly. Oh, um, it is what it is. If you had to. You have to put a uh, a transfer team, a transfer portal team together. Do you think you could win a natty with it? Uh, well, we saw what happened with Ole Miss. I I don't think you have enough money to pay all these transfer uh, students coming in. If you want, like you know, five stars, four stars, or whatever, it's kind of tough that way. I mean, you still need to have some signees because they're if they're like one year or whatever and they're out, then you still need somebody to come up. When uh like you know national signing day and everything like that, but I think it's kind of hard to do it that way. But I mean, people are trying. I haven't seen it work out yet, but I will. I don't know. It's it's tough. So because... that's kind of like it's like. Go ahead. Yeah, 
No, no, go ahead. I, I, I got a whole, I got a whole theory. No. I'm gonna talk to you about. Nah, you're good. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up right there. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So look, there's four ways that this could work, right? I've always, I've like sat down and I've thought about this. There's four ways you can do it. Okay, you can do it the Colorado way, where you can recruit mostly graduates, transfer portals, and have a small recruiting class. You can do it the Ole Miss way, where you have death. But you just bring in all stars, basically, right? You bring in all stars from everywhere that you need to plug in that you're weak at. So they're they're really weak on defense, and they're kind of weak on wide receivers because a lot of them are leaving. So you plug and play that, right? You can do it the Ohio State way, which thirteen million dollars is the tag for that. All right, let's go ahead and put that out there. Thirteen million dollars is a tag for that you tell all your players to all your sixth year seniors to stay you give them an extra cash and then you go get everybody that you can to beat michigan right you go get everybody that you can to beat them and then the fourth way is what basically florida state is doing florida state is basically saying i'm just taking everybody from bama just go get (laughs) everybody from the top recruiting school i'm taking everybody from bama i'm taking everybody from georgia and i'm taking everybody from miami my rival school they're just taking basically players from the top talented schools and the rivals. That's all they're doing. They're not taking anybody outside of it. They've done that yeah. for the last two years. So that is kind of wild to see. But I don't. I mean, at the same time, we'll I haven't we'll... seen any of them. The only one that ha- had a shot last year was Florida State, and they, they didn't make it just because of their quarterback uh, going down. But like you said, Ole Miss, they didn't, uh, they weren't playing for a national championship. Uh, who who else did you say? Oh Miss, I mean not Ole Miss. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Miami. They weren't playing for nothing. Uh, oh Ohio State. They lost to Michigan. Still, I mean, it's just you can do it, but at the same time, how these players mesh together? Just because like if you have somebody coming in, uh, late or something like that, a few players coming in late, then it's not going to help you in the long run. Just because they still got to you know find that mesh and everything, and then you have uh players that are getting this money. Are they super uh, focused on football or just to get paid, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would definitely get paid. If, I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> uh, if I'm 6'2, 3, whatever, and I can come off the edge and I can play nose tackle, I'm gonna need my bread. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you entertainment, I'm gonna give you a, a good performance, I'm gonna get you the sacks, I'm gonna get you the tackles. But make sure at the end of the game that my chain and my shoes is in my locker room, you feel me? Like, I. I need my. I need and my that's Chanel. what I'm saying it's right not, there. Uh, I need my Chanel sneakers. Yeah, I, need, <laughs> I need. I need Chanel sneakers. I need my Chrome Hard shirt. You feel me? And a polo hat. I'm good to go. Just go ahead and give me my bread. And I'm not even taking the school bus back. Just go ahead, my Lambo outside. I gotta make a little stop, and I'll get back to you. That's basically. I'm telling you, I would be the worst person having IO. They would talk about me on ESPN all day, and all that's day. why I think teams will struggle because do you know there's that all there's all, that's why <laughs> people like not people but like players have some players will have that type of mindset just like that just like give me my money, uh I'll sh- I'll show up when I show up if I play well I play well, but at the end of the day, y'all owe me a car, you owe me this Gucci, you owe me this, you owe me that, and. You have stuff that like yeah, Ole Miss. Me, I mean, give me my money. Give me my stipulations. You give me my stipulation. You feel me? That's what we agreed upon. We sat down and put a contract. 
no i i get that i get that but at the same time like you you still have to show up and you saw colorado they have all these uh players and everything they went what six and six uh but if you play these players that wasn't louis a little bit that was that was that was fake louis but this is kind of my problem with the nil a little bit just a little bit not these players deserve to get paid because uh, they're they're showing their likeness and everything like that. It's just you may give them way too much money and too much leeway with with, with things that they uh with how they want to uh, conduct themselves if they want to go to your school and stuff. Like I demand this type of money if I'm gonna go play for you, and if you're not paying me that, I can go over here and they're gonna pay me that, and I may show up, I may not. Either way, I'm gonna get my bag, and we can go nine and three or we can go to the playoffs. It doesn't matter to me because after this year, I'm going to NFL and make some more millions. I'm just here for a bag right now. That's how the game go. It's hey, a new, I'm it's just a saying. New world. And that's why, why Nick Saban left. That's why Nick left. Nah, Nick got old, bro. Nick, Nick got old, bro. He couldn't wake up no morning and deal with the boys. Jay ah. Burrow was stressing that man out. He was waking up, man. He was waking up every morning stressing about Jalen Milrow, bro. I mean, it said, I, I ain't got Hurts. I ain't got Tua. All y'all left me with is Milro. That's crazy. It is what it is. All right. So, top 10. Top 10. Your school, your number one team to the number 10 team. And it's real early. It's only, it's January. We got a whole nother seven months into, well, six months into the season start. Really, seven, six, seven months. I need you to, I need to know your top 10, starting with one through 10. Not 10 through one? But one through two. I I'll do ten through one. I'll let you go backwards. Okay, hold on. Let me pull it up real quick. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay, I got mine. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give you mine. I go ahead. And give you okay. Go ahead. Not go ahead. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Uh, number ten. I'll say OU. Number nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ole Miss. Number eight. Mizzou. Number seven. Oh, uh, number number seven, LSU. Uh, number six, Alabama. LSU. Uh, number six, Florida State. Number five, ah, fuck. Uh, number five, Alabama. Shit. Uh, number four, Michigan. Number three, Oregon. Number two, Ohio State. And number one, Texas. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you put nerve. You put. You finally put some respect on Texas name. You feel me? I feel it. You finally putting some respect on the name. So here's what I got. Number ten, I got Arizona. Number nine, I got LSU. Number eight, I have Bama. Number seven, I have Florida State. Number six, I have Oregon. Damn. Number five, and it's bad to say this. Number five, I got Georgia. Damn. Number four, I got. Texas, number three, Michigan, number two, Ohio State, and it's going to be a surprise team for y'all. You, you better keep this tucked. Number one, I got Penn State. The fuck? That's Lorando. I got Ryan Day beating Michigan. <laughs> I got Ryan Day beating Michigan, but losing to Penn State. It's going to throw That's everything crazy. off. It's going to throw everything off the ramp. Listen to me, James. He's going to beat Michigan handedly. But when he plays Penn State, Penn State's going to win by a field goal. And Ryan Day is not going to know what to do with himself when he just literally spent $13 million of collective money to get a superstar team. It is going to be the 
best day of my life. I'm going to wear a, a Penn State hat. You feel me? Wear it backwards. <laughs> it's going to be a great day. Um, I, great I, day I, I, I don't know about that one. But, yeah. but go off. Whatever. I I just don't see Penn, Penn State, State, bro. Win, win some games next year. All right, so tell me your uh, tell me your game to watch next week. Next oh, week? sorry, next, next week. Next tell week. me your game to watch next season. <laughs> see, I'm I'm thinking the season. I'm thinking the season is starting already. Yeah. Oh uh, shoot! I'm gonna say I'm gonna give two Texas and Georgia, and then uh, mm. Oregon and Ohio State. Oregon plays Ohio. They got to go to Eugene, right? Um, I think so. If I remember correctly, yeah, they do. Yeah, I think they got to go to Eugene. And I know Georgia has to go to Texas because I tried to get tickets for the game. And the tickets weren't bad. It was just a $3,000 hotel price for three days. That was, you know, not in my budget. <coughs> yeah. That was crazy. What do you got? I got Texas versus Texas A&M. Oh, yeah. And then I have um, Ohio State versus Penn State. I'm, I'm telling you, it's going to be a game of the century, bro. I, something in my heart yesterday when I was driving, right, was like, what's what's the best thing that could happen to Ohio State this season if they beat Michigan, right? What's the worst thing that could happen if they beat Michigan but they lose to Penn State? I said, yeah, that's it. That's that's going to be the boom factor, right? They're, they're going to lose to Penn State. I don't think so. Can't wait to see it. Make sure, make sure you lock it. Make sure it's in the key. No, uh, I don't. I think Ohio State beats uh, Michigan and Penn State. If either of them lose, if if Ohio State loses to either of them, right for the podcast, you got to wear a chicken hat. A chicken. I'll send hat. it to you. A okay. Chicken hat. You got to wear a whole chicken hat, like you work, like you work for uh, Bush's Chicken. I'm gonna send you a whole chicken hat. <laughs> All right. You may have to cut your whole hair off just so it can just so it can fit. So it'll fit. I mean, that's on you. That's on you. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Whatever. But no, on a um on a serious note, we we talked about in the group chat um on a case that's going on right now in NCAA. Um, the quarterback from Arizona, uh, Jaden De Laura, um, who went to transfer to Texas State for a quick minute. Now he's been released from Texas State, uh, was accused and pleaded. Uh, well, he was accused and I guess it settled out. But when he was a juvenile of sexually harassing a, uh, a student, a female student in high school. I don't know if Texas State didn't know what was going on or if they just like, ah, it blowing over. But they really signed that man. And it was outrage. On Twitter, I mean, absolute outrage. They knew what they was doing. Um, they get a little taste of winning, and they go out and just get a quarterback that they thought they could bring more success to their program. They knew what the allegations were. They knew they was settled out of court. They knew. I know they knew all that. They just needed more winning at Texas State, and they didn't care. They didn't. They didn't think that uh, the student body would react the way they did. They just wanted more winning football at Texas State. And now they lost two quarterbacks because when they uh, paid this dude to come to Texas State, other buddy dipped off because he's like, well, I'm not playing here then if uh, y'all going to uh, get this dude to start over me. So he went somewhere else. And now they're out two quarterbacks. And it's going to be going back to good old Texas State losing. But at the same time, they you have to realize just 
that this type of uh, player is coming and how the whole student body is going to react to it. You have to weigh that in and think about the decision you're making going forward with uh, signing this type of person. Even though it happened when it was juvenile, it's still on, uh, still uh, relevant, and he's still sexually uh, assaulted. I forget that all the allegations, but he still did all this when he was younger, and that's the type of person you want to bring to Texas State. I don't think that's what you want as a school, as a university, but as an athletic department, fuck it, you know? You know how that goes. Well, you know, Texas State has been known not to have the best college in San Marcos. I've always known it to be a party school, so I could see the administration trying to slide this over and be like, oh, he's coming to Texas State. Everyone here is going to be okay with it. It's 2024, my guy. No one's going to be okay with that at all. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's a dis- it's a disappointing in that administration and that athletic department that they actually tried to fit this in here. And they lost their starting quarterback. So he's back in the portal now. I don't think anyone's going to pick him up, especially with the outrage that happened on him going to Texas State. So, yeah, he can hang it up pretty much. I think he, he was, he'll have to go yeah, uh, Division game. two or Division three or something like that if he if he wants to still play football. But even at that. I don't even know if they'll even touch him, to be honest, just because it was like, wasn't this just, uh, he got released from Arizona, I believe, or something like that? But, uh, yeah, he got, he got released from Arizona. And before that, he was with, um, I forgot the other school he was with. He was with a school prior to that, before he went to Arizona. But, yeah, so I, I, oh, I think it's, it's just, uh, oh, he was at uh, Washington State. That's where he was at. And they didn't even want him either, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough for, for a program to even consider that and have him come to their their school and everything. Just because, like you said, it's twenty twenty four. There's none of this that shit no more. There's no like we're gonna sweep it on the rug. People can pull this up. People are gonna bring it up, and people are gonna see you completely different. And it don't matter if you're good or not. These allegations are gonna ruin your your career and. So far, that's what it's looking like. And I know some coaches are like, oh, we can, we're good with that, whatever, whatever. But these are coaches. School, student body, and administration and stuff like that, they have to be more diligent and look into these things and see how it's going to affect their university and how they look in, in front of the public and everything. Because, you know, coaches are just going to try to assign uh, whoever, pay whoever, just so they can win more football games. And they don't care. It's been, the, it's been like that since the dawn of time of uh, Texas football. So I'm glad that the student body, like, spoke up and uh, spoke their piece about it and said how they feel about it and everything. Even if he signed it there anyway, he was going to li- live in a hellish school environment with a way. Yeah, I don't think he would have been able to go to class at all. Yeah, exactly. So they just got to be more diligent with, with stuff like this and make sure that coaches aren't just signing whoever just so they can have more winning uh, football. And uh, just keep holding these people accountable for the shit that they do that Especially shit like that. Keep them more accountable and not just let these people slide under just just because they're they're good at on the field. That's just that's it. That's all I gotta say about it. I'm done. <laughs> I agree with you 100, percent man. Can't can't have that in sports. Shouldn't have that yeah. anywhere. Any sports shouldn't happen at all. Um, but I'm glad they got it situated. I'm glad they got him out of the university and hopefully Texas State can move forward and make a good conscious decision on who they need as their quarterback going forward. Yeah, because. That was not it. 
James, it's it's been a minute, man. It's it's been a minute since we've done this, and uh, I got to get back in the groove, you know. But yeah. we're gonna be back. It is the off season. I know people are like, "Oh, I don't want to hear about college football in the off season." You need to hear this news. I'm giving you straight facts, <laughs> all right? I'm giving you straight facts. I'm giving you content. Next week, I'm bringing something good to you. All right. Next week is my birthday, so more than likely, oh. I won't be here. That's what I'm good. I'm bringing to you. So you're gonna have another week off with me. However, oh, the week after that. I'm going to have a special guest come on with me and James, and we're going to be talking about the HBCU college football scene, um, how they nope. can be better. Um, how do we feel about coaches leave, leaving HBCU to go to D1 programs to coach, you know? So we'll be having that discussion with our special guest next, uh, not next week, but the week after, because your boy's getting older. going to be 31 if you didn't know. Woo woo. But yeah, <laughs> I, I still want to catch James. He's like forty-five, so we'll be all okay. right. All right, we're, we're all good over here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's but, a good way to start out Black yep. History Month, though. I know, right? Hey, you feel me? Yep. Black History Month is gonna be started off great. That's why I was born on Black <laughs> History Month. If they knew I was a real one, you feel me? All right. Okay. They knew I was a real one. But no, man, we appreciate y'all coming out. Um, we're gonna be post- posting more content on Instagram uh daily. You gotta get back in the groove on yeah. TikTok. We're gonna be posting clips. Uh YouTube, go ahead and uh, subscribe subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok. Um, I'm gonna be posting on Instagram for y'all that just ask us questions you want to know for the offseason. Uh if you have a team. I don't know if you have a team in Marshall. You want to answer questions about Marshall or Oregon State or Texas or Texas Tech. You know what I mean? Let us let us any know. college teams. Any college teams of Oregon. You know we talk about them too okay. much in this podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> but any college teams, we'd appreciate it. Uh, once again, it's follows on Instagram. It's going to be in the description. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on TikTok. It is yours truly, Charles Comer, and I've been James, and we're out. Appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in to the Over Under Podcast. Please give us feedback on the podcast and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. Follow us on Instagram at overunderpod23 and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All links are in the show description section. Thank you and see you next time.